Influential podcast dedicated to the profession of pharmacy with over 80,000 listeners worldwide. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. FactMI is a nonprofit collaboration of the pharmaceutical industry medical information leaders who recognize that credible information matters to you. We understand as innovators of medicine, we are driven to bring healthcare professionals transparent, evidence-based medical information consistent with our code of practice. We've created a consortium of medical information leaders who are dedicated to sharing clinical data on innovative medicines that other sources cannot provide. And we deliver customized, curated, comprehensive medical information through a central platform for healthcare professionals. At FactMI, we believe that our collaboration is a catalyst to elevate the practice of medical information. Welcome to the Pharma Collaboration for Transparent Medical Information, also known as FactMI, three-part podcast series. In our first two episodes, we discussed the story of FactMI and the various sources of medical information. In this final podcast, we will discuss the value of medical information and the clinical impact of the scientifically accurate information provided by manufacturers. If you have not listened to our first two episodes, you can check them out through the links in the show notes. The views expressed in this recording are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of FactMI or the companies with which they are affiliated. The presentation is for informational purposes only and is not intended as clinical, legal, or regulatory advice. I'm Evelyn Hermes DeSantis, Director of Research and Publications for FactMI, and it is my pleasure to be the podcast moderator for this session. The objectives of this podcast are to describe motivation for healthcare professionals seeking information from manufacturers to highlight and address the top concerns of healthcare professionals about the resources provided by manufacturers, and to discuss the clinical impact of the information provided. I would like to thank today's panelists for sharing their subject matter expertise. Joining us today are Patrick Riley, CEO of FactMI, and Dominic Albano, Board Member Emeritus of FactMI and Vice President, Global Medical Information of Pfizer. Hello, Patrick and Dominic. How are you doing today? Great, Evelyn. Thank you. My pleasure to be here today. Doing doing well, Evelyn. My pleasure as well, joining for this podcast. Well, wonderful. We're going to begin with a quick definition of some terms that will be used during this podcast. First, MedInfo, or medical information, is the information that the pharmaceutical industry medical information departments are providing concerning the medications or otherwise known as drug information. And HCP, or healthcare professionals. Now that we've acclimated everyone to the lingo, we'll start with our first question. Dominic, what are your thoughts about why healthcare professionals are seeking information from medical information departments? Well, thank you for the question, Evelyn. Um, As a pharmacist and someone who has worked in the medical information field 
for many years, uh, I, I have some sense, I had some sense of why HCPs contact medical information, but drawing from recent research that was conducted by FactMI and, and, e and even some research that was done by uh, individual pharmaceutical companies, we have better insight into the purpose behind their questions. In recent research, we have, we have heard that they contact medical information simply to advance their own education. They wanna learn about products and medicines to edify their own knowledge, but they're also seeking information in relation to a specific patient that they have in mind that may be coming to their office or coming to the pharmacy. And they're calling medical information um, from the various manufacturers with a specific patient in mind uh, to perhaps uh, help educate them about a treatment decision. And in fact, many of the respondents indicated that, that they're contacting to inform about a treatment de decision related to a specific drug. And Patrick, what are your thoughts in terms of, you know, why are they coming to the medical information departments? And do they really think the information we're providing is worthwhile? Yeah, I, I thanks, Evelyn, for the question. I, I think, um, as Dominic said, it's encouraging, and we know this from our first podcast or previous podcast, that they are coming. I think there's a high percentage of HCPs that are seeking medical information from pharma companies. So that's very encouraging. The other thing that's really encouraging is that uh, from the study that Dominic was quoting, we know that 60 to 70% of clinicians who received information provided a quality rating of four or five on a Likert scale relative to trustworthiness, conciseness, completeness, clarity, relevance, and timeline. So again, encouraging that they're coming, encouraging that they are giving us a good score. And um, I think that's uh, you know, a positive place to be right now. That's great to see. And it is always encouraging to see that the information we're providing is actually being noted to have those quality uh, characteristics. But I wonder about the people who don't come. Um, and do we have any ideas or um, research that really has looked at the concerns that those individuals have about the information provided by the company? Yeah, I think, um, well, we have a lot of research on this particular topic. And as Dominic and I have discussed on several occasions, there seem to be three major barriers to folks coming and seeking information. Um, and they fall in the category of transparency, awareness, and bias. And interestingly, when I say transparency, it's I'm not sure where the information is coming from. Awareness is I just don't know where to go for the information. And bias is I feel like the information provided may be biased. I'm going to start with the first one because I think the bias issue is probably the biggest hurdle. And um, based on the definition of that, I would say it couldn't be uh, more untrue. The fact of the matter is that pharmaceutical companies as an industry are regulated by 
the FDA in terms of the information they can share and how they can share that information. Secondly, the folks that are part of medical and medical information specifically are highly trained individuals with very rigid criteria. And we at Factomai actually developed a code of practice that gives them direction or guidance in terms of how they should prepare this information. So in my mind, bias, um, it is what it is, but the reality is that from our perspective, we are doing everything we can to actually take that bias out of the information that we provide. Awareness, again, is, is an issue that we continue to deal with. Um, I think you know we'll talk about maybe some ways that we're addressing that, but uh, I think at the end of the day, it's just about continuing to educate healthcare professionals as to where to go for information. And then transparency, again, somewhat related to bias is, I'm not sure where the information comes from. So I think that trying to overcome these barriers is a mission, a fact of my, it's something that we've been focusing on going back several years, and uh, it's something that we will continue to address. If, if I could add, you know, onto, onto, onto this conversation, Patrick, uh, I'm well aware of, of the three barriers that, that you've mentioned and uh, agree with your, your comments. It's interesting that um, the feedback we get suggests that they, they may not come to us because we work for the manufacturer and they may see, it, see us as biased. Uh, but when I reflect upon that, the reality is that there's bias no matter what source you go to for information. And as pharmacists, uh, I think we're well-equipped to, to look at information, to corroborate information, you know, to put it in the right context um, and, and to consider the bias, no matter what, what source it, you, you know, it may be coming from. Um, and, and the code of practice that you mentioned that was one of the first endeavors of FactMI was to create and publish the standard for which um, medical information is, is conducted really was an important, important step uh, to inform not only pharmacists, but all HCPs about uh, who we are, the credibility with which how, you know, with how we do our work, uh, and that we can be trusted. Uh, so I, I feel that we are making some strides in clarifying that for particularly HCPs, but, but even, even patients, so that they can trust us and know that we have a patient's interest at heart in, in, all, that, in all that we do. Um, and and I, I would also say that in terms of awareness, there, there's a lot of sources, there's a lot of places pharmacists can go for information when they have a question. And you know, the labels are, are very good. Labels have a lot of information, but you know, sometimes there's more technical questions. Uh, maybe there's questions that, that, that pertain to a clinical situation that's not in the label. And they need to go to find other sources. Could be drug interaction questions that aren't in other sources. And so the manufacturer uh, has the breadth of information, the depth of information to really handle any question. But there are many choices. And you know, I, I think, and I think you would agree, that medical information from the pharmaceutical industry can be trusted and should be a top source for pharmacists and, and other HCPs. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. I think, as you know, and probably have been working on this, 
uh, on a regular basis since we first got together back in 2013. The, the real initiative and, and perhaps the genesis behind Fact of My was to try to address the two biggest issues, which are access to this information, which includes awareness, uh, as well as just, again, this issue around uh, credibility, trustworthiness of the information. So Fact of My, along with uh, its member companies, have been on a mission you know, for the last many years to address these. And it's, it really boils down to an educational process, um, really educating them in terms of where the information comes from, uh, how it's developed, um, and part of then <clears throat> is to educate them on where to go for this information. And you probably have some additional thoughts on that as well, but I think there are some really good efforts being made, not just um, from the individual companies, but I think it's a collaboration effect of mine. Yeah, I mean, my final comment on this, this would be, you stimulated me to, to say this, which is around access. So there's a lot of sources for information that pharmacists have, but what's, you know, they're busy. So, so what's going to enable them to, um, you know, to get an, an easy, quick answer to a question uh, that it's not going to take them a lot of time. And um, I think the things we're doing at factmi.org uh, to enable that easy access to information will, will be uh, very valuable and will be seen as, a, as something very positive in the eyes of pharmacists. We have to keep working at that. Uh, we're dedicated to, to making easy access information, you know, making information easy to access for pharmacists and um, looking forward to over the, over the next year or two to really enabling that. Yeah, I know, Evelyn, from a previous podcast that you did with John Jones, you did highlight this specifically in terms of some of the things that are being done, uh, spe specifically around the API that was created with Factomai that is now being used by many of the member companies um, to provide more than just the label. As Dominic has indicated, we have scientific response documents that now are available via our website and soon to be, hopefully, on other sources via this API that was created. And what's nice about factomide.org as it exists today is you can get the label. The labels are easy, easy to navigate. It's easier to read the labels than, than pulling a piece of paper out of a package. Um, it's easy to navigate those labels, but then you can uh, have easy access to the companies. I, I think every company has their own uh, page that, that provides phone numbers and, and websites and other ways to get in, in touch with the company. So there's already some really valuable tools and information on the factomai.org website. And I would agree. I think what um, Factomai has done has definitely been able to advance um, and improve that level of access, um, being able to conduct the search yourself easily, um, looking for some of that information, I think definitely improves access. And I think it also, you know, through some of our educational opportunities that we've been doing, has also been able to, you know, address awareness to some degree, Patrick, in that it really differentiates what medical information is and that it's not part of the commercial information. 
Um, you know, I've, I've definitely have talked to other HCPs and their, their comment about medical information from the company is, oh yeah, that's what the sales rep have left behind, but really trying to distinguish what medical information from the medical information departments look like. But, but touching on that medical information, you know, Dominic, can you comment about what that medical information, you know, what's the the bottom line of it. So what does it really mean and how has it really impacted the clinical practice for pharmacists and other healthcare professionals? Yeah, you know, I, I thought a lot about this because, you know, I understand that HCPs will contact pharmaceutical company with a question. And I, and I know that we provide evidence-based, scientifically balanced answers to those questions. Um, and theoretically, if, if someone contacts us with a question, we provide accurate, up-to-date, scientifically balanced, evidence-based information, good information, the best information, then that HCP, that pharmacist, is going to be able to make the best decision. So question best information, best decision, ultimately to have a positive impact uh, and patient and patient benefit. And, and so we, 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 we know from survey research that HCPs do use the information we provide to make decisions, to make healthcare decisions, at least at Pfizer, we've, we've asked those questions. And uh, 85% of the time, they're, they say, yes, we, we use the information to make a decision. What we, what we, did, we don't know is what that decision is and what the ultimate patient benefit is. So recently, again, alluding to the fact of my research, but even, even other research has shed some light on, on what those decisions are, what, what the clinical impact is on the work that we do in medical information. Because it's really what inspires us, knowing that when we do our job really well, we provide that accurate quality information. The pharmacists and physicians are using that information to make good decisions. We know in our hearts it's going to, it's going to have a positive impact on the safe and effective use of our medicines. It's going to have a positive impact on patients. That's what inspires us. So the research that has been done and the body of evidence to answer the question about, well, what is that impact? Well, what is that patient benefit is growing. That body of evidence is growing. And the recent fact that my survey has uh, added additional data points. And so, for example, uh, we know that based on that survey research, that clinicians use the information and, dis and discuss it with patients. Over 60% indicated that they discuss the information directly with patients. I mentioned before that many HCPs just use it for their own education, but if, if you know if they're informing themselves and educating themselves, presumably they're going to use that education in their practice. Um, and more than fifty percent indicated that they they use the information to make a prescribing decision, whether that be to prescribe a medication or stop a medication or, or an alter a medication. Um, more than half indicate that they do use that information to make those decisions. So yes, I would say that we're getting more insight into this and uh, really validation 
on our premise that medical information services from the from the, from the companies uh, does ultimately have a patient benefit. Now, I would like to say that it's the pharmacist and it's the it's the physician who is interacting directly with the patient um, who is who is really providing that benefit to the patient, but they're using the medical information that that you know is provided by the companies. And Patrick, are, do you have any other thoughts in terms of how we have been able to see any other changes or enhancement to patient care? Yeah, I'd just like to build a little bit on what Dominic's already said as it relates to providing this information, and it really is a driving force for medical information professionals to know that the information that they're sharing with healthcare practitioners that is leading to better decisions and therefore hopefully better patient care. The interesting aspect of the data that Dominic was sharing is that I think all of us thought that we were in a position to share information at point of care in the moment. And I think contrary to that belief, what we're seeing is that healthcare professionals are actually using this well in advance of being in front of the patient. They're accessing this information to educate themselves. They're accessing this information to, to educate their patients. And to me, that's very encouraging. That tells me not only are they well-prepared um, and they're using our information, that they're actually getting presumably better results as, as, as it relates to sharing this information and improving their decisions as, as it relates to using this information. So again, I think as Dominic said, it's very encouraging. I think we continue to find ways whereby we can share this information more effectively, that we can ensure that this information is easily accessible, that this information is concise and meets their needs so that they can then use it more effectively to make better decisions. Well, thank you very much for those answers. And really, if we look back at what our objectives for this podcast were, I, I think we truly did hit all of them in terms of looking at that motivation of why people are seeking or why healthcare professionals are seeking the information, we do see that it's for that knowledge. And Patrick, as you said, and Dominic, you reiterated this a few times, Every time they're looking for something, as they have that question in mind, there's a patient at the heart of that question. Um, and I think that really does, you know, showcase how they're utilizing that information. We've also talked about what some of those concerns are from healthcare professionals being bias, awareness, and transparency, and how the companies and FactMI are working together to overcome those. And then finally, in terms of how healthcare professionals are really utilizing this information and impacting patient care, we really see that again, it comes back to education, both of patients and themselves to provide that better care. I would like to thank our speakers, Patrick Riley and Dominic Albano. This has been the final podcast series on this topic. If you would like to learn more about FactMI, please visit our website at www.factami.org. <music>